0: This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all.
1: Down, if I could back,
0: I... On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby.
0: Welcome in Sunday Rewind. Every Sunday, 5 to 7, Husker Rewind, Mike Melby, Tom Stevens, there he is. We're Mike back! Melby. We're back after a two-week two uh, hiatus. Uh, took Christmas
1: off and New Year's off. Um, how was your Christmas? It was good. Uh quick trip out to see Dad, and then we, we uh, dodged the storm. We had about a three-and-a-half-hour window before it started snowing in yeah. Alma. And when it was going to start getting super icy and nasty around York and into the western part of Lincoln... And we made it on relatively dry roads the whole yeah. way. And I called my dad when we got home. I said, hey, we made it. What's, what's it doing there? This is two and a half hours later. Yeah. And he goes, ah, we got about an inch of snow on the ground. Well, <laughs> good. So well, we could
0: be getting a lot of snow in Lincoln yeah. tomorrow. Uh, I'm looking for maybe the public schools to close on down uh, tomorrow. Of course, the university is still not open. They're on break. Uh, and they would be coming back. That is, the students would be coming back from winter break tomorrow. Uh, If that happens, but it looks like uh, maybe, you know, five to eight inches of snow uh, could get really bad in the Lincoln area. Yeah. Uh, Big show for you today, B.C. A lot to talk about with Brian Christopherson of Husker 24-7. Of course, uh, Nebraska falls in basketball to Wisconsin. Number 21, Wisconsin yesterday um, actually played pretty well, but Wisconsin just was out of this world offensively and played pretty well defensively. So Nebraska falls. They had won five in a row. What was it? Five in a row for Nebraska. And now they've got Purdue, number one Purdue on Tuesday night at PBA. Uh, Obviously the number one team in the country, but Zach Eady is coming to town. We'll see how Nebraska can bounce back, but a lot of portal activity for Husker football as well. They get two commits over the weekend, Uh, a running back Dowdell, the transfer from Oregon, And, uh, they get a wide receiver transfer from Texas as well. We'll talk about that. Uh, and it seems like they're in line for a couple more. I don't think they're done. No, no, as far as the transfer portal is concerned. Um, Jamal Banks, uh, is, is a person that may commit anytime, maybe tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And we'll talk a lot of Husker football with BC a little bit later on, um, Anything on your mind this weekend as far as uh, something that stood out to you? Because it was a busy weekend.
1: Um, just <laughs> the the not necessarily the teams to do what they need to do to get into the playoffs, but the ones that kind of choke. And lose games they shouldn't to so not make it into the playoffs It's always kind of fascinating to me. Uh, the NFL playoffs, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville. Anyway, um, my, <laughs> Cowboys, my Cowboys, my are in, and I think I just I still I'm not a fan of Deck Prescott and and whatever, but I don't I, think they do much. Here's in the my playoffs. big complaint: it was, it's more
0: to my commissioner, <laughs> Fiala, if you're listening. Don't ever do week 18 again. I'm in the championship game of uh, of our fantasy league. But it's impossible to find cur- yeah, guys I, that because everybody's sitting. Yeah, all the stars are sitting unless you're you're chasing one of the last few playoff bursts. But um, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous to try to find guys to start on week 18. Oh, I completely agree, and I, I, I
1: threw out my idea to you earlier. So all you fantasy football players, we're not talking about our teams. Tom's Dizzy's in the championship yeah. game. I was riddled by injuries all year, but regardless. I was too. I think every, um, and there were very few quarterbacks that weren't injured at some point during the season. I, I want to do a fantasy football league where um, you get one bench player, two quarterbacks, six receivers, three running backs, two tight ends, a defense and a kicker, and no flex. And, yeah? and you get, And you get one extra player. You can pick up a third quarterback. You can pick up a seventh receiver. I don't care. But everybody counts. Yeah, guess what? You're going to have a bye week where five of your guys are sitting. It's just a guaranteed loss, or you're going to get rid of some good players.
0: Or maybe a defensive player just get, scores 100 points.
1: Yeah, who it. knows? But, uh, yeah, anyway. That, that would be because
0: you're going to be facing teams if you did that that were in that same situation, well, yeah, and they're not going to dump guys as well. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, I might throw something together well, next year. We'll see if any listeners want to jump week in. Week 18, though. We sh- I, Fiala, oh, I agree with you. Stop it. No yeah. more week 18. I, I just hate it. Of course, I'm getting killed, so maybe it's just sour grapes on my part. <laughs> uh, let's get to the opening kick. Here it is. Is it there? I don't know.
1: There it, it, is. it is. All right. Flasher will kick it off for Oklahoma. The Sooners are in white. We are in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we are ready to go. Oh, we are so ready to go. Husker football, you talked about it a little bit. They have already added two portal commits this weekend, and former Oregon running back, Dante Dowdle and former uh, Texas wide receiver Isaiah Nayor. And it also sounds like former Wake Forest wide receiver Jamal Banks will wind up a Husker in the very near future. Everything is kind of leaning towards him committing sometime soon. Uh, There had been rumors that he might want to visit Michigan
0: uh, first. I I guess Michigan is in on him, but Banks would be the big commit for me. Dowdell is
1: huge. Um, I, I think Dowdell. Is it Dowdell or Dowdell? I don't know. I don't either. Um, anyway, we'll ask da- BC. Yeah, Dante is, I think he's the catch of this group. You do? Oh, hands down. <sighs> I, I definitely need a running back. I mean, and he, he's
0: a four-star, top ten. He was number eight back. in the country last year. So. But uh, the Wake Forest wide receiver, Nebraska desperately needs a number one wide receiver. And Nayor might be that, but he's been so injured. He hasn't yeah. played in two, two, what, three years? It really hasn't years, played. Yeah, yeah it, he. So I am wondering about him. I think he could be good, but I don't know. You know more recently that Banks has been very good. Yeah, and I think Banks
1: is going to I I mean, they both could be a one. They could be the guy uh it, but I think from from what you've seen on tape uh and and take everything into account including injuries, I think Banks is the yeah. the, the probable better receiver, but uh I'm I'm guessing that uh, Isaiah Nayor is going to yeah. be like I just watch. Yeah. So a couple of linebackers in town, too. Uh, so one of them played for Tony White at Syracuse uh, for a couple of years. There you go. Nebraska basketball team is now 12-3 after they lost to 21st-ranked Wisconsin yesterday. 88-72 in Madison. The defensive, defensive effort seemed to wane a bit. Try to be polite. Uh, the Badgers took advantage, shooting 55% for the game overall. 50% from three. Casey uh, leads the Huskers with 17. Rankhead 16. Bryce Williams scored 10. Uh, the sixth of those 10 points was his 1,000th career point. Uh, up next Tuesday night, 8 p.m., number one ranked Purdue in town. Sadly, the game is going to be streaming on Peacock only. Oh, no. And in my experience so far with uh, the broadcast from Peacock, they're not good. I think I've got an extra ticket. We should go. Uh, we might
0: have to. We might have to go. I mean, you gotta you gotta see number one Purdue. I feel like they could win that game, but I'm wondering oh, about too. Bryce. Uh, Bryce Williams concerns me. He's injured. He's got an ankle. Pro- we'll find out, I guess, tomorrow yeah. the extent of the ankle injury. And then you've got Jamarcus Lawrence with,
1: apparently with a thumb. A jam. He that happened in the first half. Yeah, he came back and played a little bit, but it, it yeah. was obviously affecting him. Huskers though picked up a big win against Indiana uh, last Wednesday night though. So I mean, and they dominated Indiana. That was the best I've seen Nebraska play in a while. Yeah, but then Indiana bounces back. I mean, we handed it to them, man. Yeah. I mean, this this was a woodshed beating. Indiana's a good basketball yeah, and, team. Yeah, and, and they were three and zero in the conference and or two and zero in the conference. They're now three and one because they wound up with a big win yesterday uh, over Ohio State. So yeah. um yeah, the Husker men doing doing some things. Uh, Husker women's basketball team uh, were three and zero in the conference. Uh, they're overall now twelve and four. They lose today ninety one sixty nine. They got absolutely run out of the gym. However, uh, Husker legend Jordan Hooper's number thirty five jersey is now adorned atop the rafters in PBA. Uh, she was an unbelievable player. She was incredible and um it was nice i think connie yori was back in the building that was she that, got a huge that, ovation year she, yeah, was tw- that was the she was the number 1 seed yeah. when they when they went 30 and 1 that yeah, year yeah like 13 14 yeah. yeah yeah and and connie was back in the in the building and and you know i the i you can't get into too much of what happened her leaving was you know players not appreciating uh the way she ran the team and did practice mm-hmm. and you know how hard they had to work and specifically one of them who went on to Notre Dame to win yeah. a national title, nope. uh, seemed to be a little bit of a, um, there was, yeah, yeah. there was some discontent, but certainly. yeah, there was, I, and, and we don't know exactly all that. Yeah, we happened. don't know all of it, but at the same but time, that was a hall of fame coach. Yeah, it was, uh, it truly was. And, and I'm, uh, you know, Amy Williams, though has got this year's team yeah. looking good. Uh, but uh, today they just, they got, I was just not, what's wrong day. with jazz Shelley right now. She didn't get her. She got,
0: I think her first hoop late in the third quarter. Yeah, uh, and then ended up with six points. She's struggled offensively. It may have been 14th ranked Indiana's defense. I don't know, but but the last couple of games, it, it, Jazz Shelley has not looked like yeah. Jazz Shelley. Yeah, I, don't I mean, I did something think underlying. Great. Yeah, something's going on. Uh, but I, I still think this is a very as you mentioned their first loss in conference. Yeah, and you lose to Indiana. Yeah, they're uh, on number the 14. pack. I mean, number 14, <laughs> the second best team in the league. Yeah. Iowa, obviously, number one. Yeah.
1: Um, So that's not a bad loss by any means. No. uh, Nebraska volleyball team landed a commit from 2022 Big Ten Player of the Year, Taylor Landfair. What does this mean, though, for John Cook and the Husker volleyball team? Even with the departure of Hayden Cumick and Caroline Jurevicius to Tennessee and Penn State, respectively, they still have 14 scholarship players with the addition of Landfair. And there's only 12 scholarships available. Right. And somebody's got to leave. I, uh, it won't be Landfair because she just got here. Exactly. So uh, Huskers are pretty well. Pretty but you well, can't
0: turn her down. You can't say no, no to Taylor no. Landfair. I mean, she was the 2022 Big Ten Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. She's 6'5". She's a monster. Yeah. Um, Gifted athletically. It also means once they do get down to 12, those practices, I think I would pay
1: in some cases more to see a practice Than some of their games. Well, I'll be honest. That that would have been this year, too. Yeah. I mean, they're just loaded for bear this year. And speaking of loaded for bear, how about a polar bear? Um, Nash Hutmacher dropped. That's that's a cool story. Hutmacher dropped 40 pounds, like in the last six weeks, with the help of the strength and, and conditioning. I think it was a month. And nutrition staff. He dropped the weight in the best possible way. Yeah. And he wrestled yesterday for Coach Manning's wrestling team. Uh, duel with Wyoming he pins Mason Ding in 2 minutes and 7 seconds and the cool thing the entire coaching staff was there yeah
0: uh the yeah. nutritionist was there i mean th- they had a huge crowd just of uh
1: you know football staff football, staff, football and staff and players and one of the things that was mentioned by by Dante Dowdle uh when it, he about his his whole deal was the fact that when he pinned him like it was pure elation yeah. from the staff and, and Hutmaker's teammates on the his team. His mom was there yeah. and,
0: and she apparently picked him up. I don't, I don't know how she did that. She said she picked him up. Uh, no, there's a video. He, she, he, he was picked up by his mom. He's 285 pounds. <laughs> and he says he, he still, he wants to put on maybe 15 to 20 pounds. Uh, but he was playing last year at 3:30. He says, I, I'm not going back to that. Yeah. I want to be a little more athletic, uh, from the defensive tackle position. He and Ty Robinson are monsters. Um, but it's cool. It's really a cool story because there's a lot of coaches that would say no to that. You're not doing that. Uh and Matt Rule said no. But
1: Mark Manning, here's his number. Give him a call. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Uh off the Crowbait said off the, the text line that Maggie Middleton uh had transferred. You know, she has left. He said that she transferred to Penn State. I have not heard that. Yes, she has. Did she believe I she's I, I think, to, think that's the case. I, I know Caroline Juravicious is at Penn State. I think, I, and and I we, knew, we knew we was gone, think it was but they're Penn State, still at 14. But she,
0: I, I think I saw that she had found a
1: home, but I, I don't remember where it was. It, maybe it is Penn State. Yeah, so uh, th- thanks for that, Crowbate. Uh I hadn't seen that, so it's... Well, she I, wants to, to play to both basketball. It. I think it's a bigger loss for the basketball team than the volleyball you know, team. I do, too. I do, too. Well, And the, the bottom line, though, is you you have two middle blockers, which is her position, that are, are just simply... Next level elite. Right. And it I and mean, you know, Maggie Mendelson is is a hell of a player. She's a hell of a middle blocker. She's a great basketball player. But <laughs> you literally are behind two of the best in the country. Right. In Andy Jackson and Beck Alex. It, Alley, it so. does make you think, you know, they're down to two middle blockers, right? Yeah, now. they need to go, they need to find a middle blocker yeah. or maybe I
0: mean do you land take, fair maybe well, land fair you no, move her inside no no oh, she's so no maybe I don't no. know I
1: don't know no not land, She's six no. five okay I get it but that you do not take her and put her in the middle that is to me well, that's I'd a waste. heard that conversation that's a waste. I haven't heard it thrown
0: out there by people who know volleyball better than I do
1: I just I don't know it that well I guess But I, 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 I would could not want to make her mad uh, oh, that's the key thing. Yeah, there yeah, too.
0: Because you could get two years out of Taylor Landfair, and, and she's going to be among the best, and this is saying something, probably among the best three players on next year's roster. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. Because Skylar Pierce tore it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Skylar Pierce, you're going to have to find room for her yeah.
1: at some point. Well, Lindsey Krasny is going to be healthy. Harper Murray's back for her sophomore year. Uh, uh, Mary Beeson's going to dominate again. Yeah. <sighs> That's why I say I just want to watch these. Pra- we need to get in somehow and see a practice. We got we got we'll get a hold of Tanya and, and say, "Hey, <laughs> can you pull a string we want to watch practice?" Oh, man, I would pay a lot to see those practices. So, uh, that wraps that it? yeah, that wraps up the uh, the opening kickoff. Uh all kinds of stuff going on and uh got championship game tomorrow, Washington and Michigan. Uh Harbaugh's last game in Michigan. Mm. I'm firm, firmly convinced that we were both
0: kind of rooting against I mean I was rooting for the conference. Uh no, I wasn't. It, it was two guys that I didn't like. I don't like Nick Saban. I don't like Jim Harbaugh, but I ultimately rooted for the conference and I was happy that Michigan won. But not really happy because
1: I don't like Harbaugh. I just See, don't like the guy. And and for for whatever you want to say about Saban his ego and the whatever, and you know, everybody hates a winner if it's not your team. Um I at least can respect. Nick Saban. Yeah. I have no respect for Jim Harbaugh because I think he's a big fat cheater. Yeah. Bottom line. He's been continually caught cheating and it's, it's slap on the wrist after slap on the wrist from from the toothless NCAA. So, and he's going to, let's be honest. He's probably going to win the
0: net. I think they're going to win the national title. They're a four and a half point favorite. It's going to be a great game. I hope
1: it's a great game. Uh, And then he's gone to the NFL. Yeah, I think, I think he is. I'd heard that there are actually teams with a coach in place in the playoffs that, through back channels, have reached out to Harbaugh. Yeah. Like, can you imagine that? Oh, man. <laughs> if you caught wind of it, and you're the head coach of somebody that's you know like a six seed in the playoffs right now, yeah, and you're like, so my owner's already finding my replacement, and I got us to the playoffs. I think
0: he's been on my get off my lawn five times this year, uh, yeah. and probably will be on it again today. Yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't mention this: uh, the All American game. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Nebraska had three recruits in that game. A uh, Carter Nelson played. I think he's also playing in the Polynesian Bowl for some reason. Yep. Yep. Um, and Grant Bricks played in that game. Gibson Pyle worked his way into that game. They all look pretty good. I, it, uh, Carter know, Nelson had a, a game, a, a catch, one catch. It should have gone
1: for three yards and went for 17. Yeah, and like he made some guys look foolish. Yeah. You know, And it's so funny because you see his tape from from high school, and we get it. It's, it's not 11-man football. It's eight-man football. He plays all over the field. But his ability with the ball is just astounding. And you saw the moves and the control of his body. Um, Because he doesn't do a lot of faking and juking. He'll dead leg you a little bit. Um, But it's more just he will get just far enough out of your reach to where you don't have a great right chance to grab a hold to tackle him mm-hmm. and he's just strong enough that he just runs right through you i like matt rule's uh comment on him uh
0: signing day talking about you know we'll just give it to him you know make him the quarterback and have him because he, he's a great high jumper yeah um and he can go six seven feet i mean he's he's crazy we'll just have him jump over the pile yeah. into the end zone yeah um and he played a lot of quarterback for ainsworth this season so you can kind of move him all around yeah it'll it, be it, interesting it, to see what they do with him you're number one, because he's not really a true tight end. He's no. more of just a a puzzle,
1: a piece to the puzzle that you can put on the field and be very dangerous with. Positionless. I've heard, Positionless. That, I've, I've heard, yeah, that, I've heard that term no, yeah. numerous times about Carter Nelson. But Gibson Pyle and Grant Bricks, if you watch, go back, and I mean, I was rewinding because yeah. I was trying to pay attention more to them. And a lot of times, maybe the play was away from them. Both those guys just owned whoever they went against a lot.
0: And they won, by the way. Uh, 31-28? 31-28. The The West beat the East. Uh, And they were significant in that game. Uh, So that was cool to see three players from Nebraska. And then we have the Polynesian Bowl to look forward to. Dylan Riello will be in that
1: Uh, one. I'm going to ask you a question, because they're all three going to be here in a a week or two, right? On campus. They're going to go through spring ball. Do all three of them see the playing field more than four games this coming year? I think I mean you can criticize
0: the offensive line, but that's a tough position to see yeah, I, as a I, freshman. I get it. I get it um and I just think that 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 group really improved a lot. Yeah. And I think all the freshmen that came in last year, and there are a few good ones. Yep. Yeah. Uh they all redshirted. I would much rather see if, if if there is a guy that has a chance, I would say it's either
1: well, Bricks or Pyle. I I think Grant Bricks is probably the one everybody's yeah. thinking, but just with what with what Gibson Pyle has done yeah. here recently. You're like, well, you know, he's a road grader. Yeah, you give him a summer in the weight room, yeah. and it could be interesting. But tackle is usually
0: the position that you're looking yep. for, offensive tackle, and that's uh, Grant Bricks. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I I would rather they all, the the two linemen, redshirt. I, I think Carter Nelson plays right away. I do too, yeah. Uh, but the lineman, I would guess, would probably redshirt. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we've got to talk to BC. We'll Heck talk yeah. a lot of basketball. We'll talk a little football. Maybe some All-American Bowl as well. A lot of stuff subjects to get to with BC, Brian Christopherstoffers and Husker 24/7, coming up next.